I just realised as well. I said, I said, have a good uh, weekend. They'll be getting it on Monday. <laughs> Andy, cut that bit out. <laughs> no. Welcome to The One Guys Show, where we're going to be bringing you nutritional and mindset insights to help you gain nutritional freedom, lose weight faster, build a winner's mindset, all without the stress, guesswork, and sacrifice that you're used to. Now, this podcast specializes in helping women break free from the dieting shackles that society has placed them in and provides them with a clear path to success. So let's dive in. Lego. Welcome. Back to another episode of The One Guy Shows, the one-stop shop where you're going to find out everything weight loss, nutrition, and mindset. Facts? Who's going to say facts? Information? Education? Tips? Tricks? Lifestyle with a little bit of comedy thrown in. How are you, Hayden? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Without further ado, let's dig in here um, and get started onto the next podcast. So, today, team, we're going to talk about failing and, more importantly, failing forward. Um, and we're going to kind of dive into failures, how we deal with them, how we overcome them, and all about failures when it comes to weight loss. So let's dive in. Weight loss is, I think it's also like expectations, isn't it? What's so funny, Hayden? You want to share this with the group or you're right? I was just laughing at you. <laughs> anyway, moving on swiftly. So failures are inevitable. I think one of the first points to note here is that you are going to make mistakes. It is absolutely normal. When you are doing something that is working towards a goal, it is never going to be smooth sailing. No one ever went start to finish of anything and didn't make mistakes, didn't fail at points. It is perfectly normal. And I think this is often one of the most important things. And I think we mentioned it. I think you mentioned it, Hayden, in the Expectations podcast. When we were talking about like managing your expectations, because... If you go into this weight loss journey thinking it's going to be smooth sailing, you're never going to make any mistakes, you've failed already. Like literally, because you're going to make a mistake and that's it. You're going to stop. You're going to quit and you're going to go back to the start. And it's like, how many times have you done that and realized that, you know what, actually maybe making mistakes and failing a little bit along the way is actually a normal part of this secret. You have to Um, fail. Like you literally have to fail to move forward. mm. You can't like, how do you know you're ever doing something wrong if you don't fail? Like... It's, it's, it's literally part of the process, but it's just something that no one really talks about. And we, yeah. we do, and it go, it 100% it goes back to what you just said a second ago about expectations. Like, no matter what we do, it doesn't even need to be weight loss. It can be, like, mm-hmm. your job or, like, a new, uh, like, whatever endeavour that you have. Um, yeah. You're all... <laughs> you're always... Sorry for the laughing team. I just had uh, someone in front of me trying to make me laugh. Um... Could we refrain from all distractions, please, in the podcast building? <laughs> and um, we, yeah, we it, whatever endeavor you do, like you, you need to fail. Like it's it's so important for you to fail. But it's the way you look at failing which will make the difference to whether your journey is going to be successful long term or not. Mm. Because a lot of people, what they do, they do 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 do. They they fail. They have they they hit a roadblock and that's it. It's it's a hall pass to then just do whatever they want, start again on Monday, start again next month, yeah. whatever it is. Whereas you can actually look at an opportunity and see it for growth. You can be like, ah, okay, yeah. actually, why? Do, uh, we'll go into that in a second, won't we? I won't. Yeah. I won't and like, think about it like this. Like, I was I was literally thinking about this earlier. So think about the amount of TikTok things. Like, there's, there's loads of TikToks, right, Hayden? 
where people are trying to do crazy skills. So like someone, I know someone was like the length of a basketball court away. He had a basket, he had loads of basketballs and he had a baseball bat and he was throwing them up, hitting them, trying to get it through. And it's like, this is a prime example. If he got that in first time, what do you call that? Fluke, lucky, you celebrate like mad. Why? Because you know that is so uncommon that you're going to just do it first time. It's the same with weight loss. What happens? We, you, you don't get it first time. There might be a handful of people that just literally started a, a diet, got into a calorie deficit, lost the weight and kept it off. But they're very, very, very small, minute people. You know, you get a hundred of us in a row with a basketball trying to throw it from one side of the court to the other. You might get one that get it in first time, but the rest of us is going to take a lot of time. And this is where also you then get the feedback. You know, you hit it too far left. Okay, hit it a little bit further right. Hit it too too long. Let's take a little bit of power off it. So it's like these are the feedback things that you need as well. So first and foremost, failures are completely normal in your weight loss journey. Do not fear when you make a mistake. It is absolutely perfectly normal. And we celebrate mistakes. Because when we are making mistakes, we are getting a opportunity to grow. And as I said to Hayden before this podcast, I think the problem is, is expectations. Society has placed this expectation of us that weight loss is normal. It is a weight loss is normal. Weight loss is a normal thing that you just start and you don't make any mistakes and you get to your goal. That's not how it works, first and foremost. The second issue is that we are so easily swept away by autonomy in life. You know, everything is get it done quick, fast, and there's not much thought needed. And this is where we kind of come into a bit of a a, a T-junction with this weight loss journey is because you make mistakes, but because we are on such auto mode, we just assume that we start this diet, we're going to get to the goal, that's it. We don't really think about what we're doing. We don't take time to stop and have this 3,000 foot view. You know, imagine if you were just smacking, like that example, imagine if you were just smacking basketballs yeah, and you weren't really paying attention to where they were going. You just kept throwing them up, hitting them, throwing them up, hitting them. It's going to take you longer to get it in the hole compared to if you hit it, watched it, realized where it went wrong, and then tried to course correct. And this is the thing. We don't do this in our weight loss journey. We are the guys that are standing there, or the girls for this case, throwing the balls up, just trying to hit as many as possible just to try and get it in. It's like the problem is, is you then don't give yourself time to actually reflect get some feedback and make some relevant changes to actually put you in better chance of having a successful shot through the hoop. You're just blindly going through this. And if it doesn't work, you quit. You literally quit and you're like, okay, cool. What you do is you basically just um, get rid of the uh, basketball and you grab a tennis ball instead. Tennis ball doesn't go in after a few tries. All right, get rid of that. We get a bowling ball. You just change. Good luck trying to hit a bowling ball into a hoop. (laughs) You just change the balls without actually being like, you know, it wasn't the ball that was the problem. It was actually just the direction the power, the acceleration, the velocity of it, how far you're away. You've got to take into consideration all of the things in the moment, not just quit and just assume that like that was wrong. Okay. Sometimes it will be wrong. Sometimes, you know, maybe you did pick the bowling ball first. Actually, you've got to realize like cutting carbs and going keto, it's like grabbing the bowling ball in this instance, not really going to work and it's going to cause more damage than anything. Um, It's not going to cause damage. You can go keto and lose weight, but it's just not going to be sustainable. Well, this baseball bat's probably going to snap. Yeah. This is what so many people were doing though, weren't they? Because like, and I'm going to give a hard truth here. Like probably the ma- the majority of people do this is because this is all we're ever taught that society teaches us. Like this, the scale weight is defining your success. And 
that's all you're focusing. You're focusing on the out the outcome goal. And again, if you've listened to our podcast, you know what all that's all about. It's the it's the end result you want to get to, but you can't focus on that. And essentially, you're just this is the game that you're playing constantly with. Like going back to Ryan's analogy of hitting the bat blindfolded. This is essentially what you're doing when you don't track data. If you don't track all of your data to um, exactly, you know. Every single market that's going on, like your calories, like what your steps are doing, like your weigh and averages, your measurements, your pictures, like your biofeedback. If you're not tracking all this kind of data, like you are kind of doing it blindfolded because you don't really know exactly. There's no um, there's no assessing going on. And just to let you know, like every time I go into a dieting phase and every time I'm finishing a dieting phase, I'm going back to maintenance, I fail. I fail every single time. And what I mean by that is because my body has changed from the last time I dieted. When I've dieted, my body is uh, now a smaller size. My maintenance is not the same as what it used to be. I have to go through trial and error to find what my new maintenance is. I have to go through trial and error to find out what my new deficit is. Like I, I literally have to go through that process. I have to fail. I mean, I like Ryan said, I could be, I could be that person or I could do it one time and it was complete sheer luck that I managed to find my deficit straight away but more often than not that you don't find your deficit straight away you have to track all your data you have to do all of this you have to fail and you to find out what your calories is like the prime examples I'm doing it with a client at the moment and we're going up to maintenance for a little bit taking um, a bit more of like a, a diet break because she's been dieting for the last uh, let's just say like seven months, we're going up to maintenance, but I've told her, I've set her expectations. Like I said at the beginning, like you're probably going to go over your calories. Like you're probably, we're not going to get this right to start off with, but we have to do this phase in order to actually find out what your maintenance is. And we've just hit um, a 14 day spell where actually we've seen increases in um measurements we've seen uh like pretty big increases in weight um and pictures she's definitely reporting that like clothes are you know this st- whether it's slightly psychological or not like she's saying that clothes are now not fitting as well as they were cool not an issue we know that this number that we're currently eating at is above your maintenance. Let's strip it back a little bit. Let's dial it back and let's find that maintenance again. Like it's a process, but she's not stressed out about it. Like she's not stressed out about it because she understands what she's doing. She understands the long-term game of it. She understands the process. Like she's not going in blindfolded. Um, And I think probably because I did set her expectations right from the off to say, look, you know, this, like we're we're probably not going to... if I get get this perfect and, and actually when we first went up to a, this is going slightly um, away from when we first were trying to find <laughs> you roll you roll when we first tried to find her maintenance like we got to a point where I was increasing the calories slowly more and more and more and she was still losing weight so what I did was I was like okay I'm going to do a big jump next for for 14 days 10 to 14 days we're going to do this big jump see if that is actually because you want to be striving for the higher calories, especially when you're going up to maintenance, you want to try and get to the highest calories we can. So I, I got her to do a big jump and that big jump was too much. It's fine. Like there's no issue with that. Like we're assessing the, the uh, we're, we're reevaluating. We understand, right. This is actually too much. It doesn't work for you. Let's dial it back a little bit again. And now we're left with like, we haven't got much more to go. Like we've literally got between 100 and 200 calories really to play around with, which in the grand scheme of things, nothing. So I reckon that I've actually already found the maintenance, but it's just a case of, uh, again, trialing it, seeing if it works or not. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, so true. And this is it. Like getting onto this kind of like part where you've got to basically failing forward. And the forward part comes with not only first realizing that failing's okay, but what we do is get out of this auto mode. You need to be your own little scientist. And this is where, and Hayden, you come up with this in a coaching call when you said about reflect and redirect. And it basically is where what you need to do when mistakes happen, rather than get annoyed and react emotionally, quit, give up, think you're broken, all of the other things that follow with that. Actually, what you've got to do is be like, you know what? And this is how you should see it. You know, it's totally reframe your mindset here. You should get excited that you've made a mistake. Why? Because it means that you are going to identify what happened so it doesn't happen again. And you are going to grow into a better person. Like literally you're going from, you know, a five to a six. Like, just kind of scaling up in numbers here. But like, you are going from like, you're a number five dieter. You're not going up the scale to a number six dieter because you're about to overcome something that you struggle with, which is now going to enlighten you. And you're actually going to have a very good opportunity to grow, gain some new knowledge, gain some new uh, knowledge on not only kind of like yourself, but your own weight loss habits and weight loss journey, which is only going to serve you better down the line. So it's like when you make mistakes, like celebrate it, be like, okay, that didn't work. Why didn't it work? Cool. This is what we're going to do now. Awesome. Like you've literally just had to go round a road bump in your journey, but you've actually managed to come out the other side better. You are much more better equipped person to lose weight now when you make a mistake because you've experienced it and you're able to then build upon your experiences. Like we are direct representations of like our experiences in life. You know, we learn as we go. If we didn't learn... We'd never learned to walk, you know, if we just fell over and then just kept and had no one to redirect you, learn how to ride a bike. If you didn't kind of get the feedback inside your brain of when, what was going on and what happened, you'd never have learned to ride a bike. There's so many things that in life that we need to do. And this is where this reflect and redirect comes. So the first thing with anything is you've got to bring about awareness. You've got to bring about, okay, right. What went wrong and why did it go wrong? So instead of shutting down and shutting everything off and thinking that that's it, you made a mistake, it's over. Stop for a second and be like, okay, this didn't work. Prime example, like Hayden was saying about calories. Okay, what happened? Well, all of our measurables and our feedback are going in the opposite direction to where we want them to. Okay, cool. So what do we think that that tells us? Well, that could tell us a few things. One, our calories are too high. Two, you know, where are we in the month? Is it just that we're holding a lot of water? Is it because of the increase in calories? Is it carbohydrates? You've got to break this all down. So I would always suggest when you get to a mistake or a bump in the road, first things first, get a pen and paper and write down what happened, how it happened. So first bring about awareness and identify the mistake or the so-called failure that just happened so that you can bring about awareness. And do you want to kind of continue on from that, Hayden? Um, no, I, I, I think that's, that's, that's definitely the main thing. Like, I, what I always say to people is there is absolutely like the only problem with failing like it is like we've just spoken about for like the last 15 minutes of it not being an issue and it actually you know spinning it from a negative into a positive where the issue lies is kind of not having this awareness like you said mm. and if you're sitting there you're starting your uh your quote unquote diet again every single monday you're falling into the same hurdles over and over again like you recognize what you're failing at, but you're not actually doing anything about it. That's the only issue because mm. you like, if you're hitting the same hurdle week in, week out, that's the issue. And that's what needs to be addressed. And that's when like yeah. the failure doesn't become okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so many people also say that it's like, how many of you listening to this have been like, yeah, I'm really good for 12 weeks and then I can't do it. 
Well, it's like, that's not a coincidence. You get to 12 weeks and your body's like, no, not today, Sandra. That doesn't happen. Like there's something mm. that is happening that every time you get to 12 weeks, it comes apparent. It's like, well, what is that? Is it that you're relying on willpower, motivation, and then that dies off at 12 weeks? Is it because you're restricting and you can only keep the discipline for 12 weeks of like not eating those foods that you're craving? What is it about that? And once you've kind of written it down, going back to that pen and paper, write down how and what happened. So then maybe went over our calories and our measurements gone up. Okay, right now we're going to look at why this happened. So now you've really got to think, you know, why did this mistake happen in our journey? What happened? Well, you know, all of our measurables went up, just using back to Hayden's thing. Um, and, you know, the only common denominator here is because we increased calories. Okay, cool. So we've looked at what happened and why it happened because of it was an increase in calories. And I think maybe our calories are too high. Cool. What did they then do? Okay, maybe we need to cut back some calories. So Hayden and their client reduced it. And that is simply a case of reflect and redirect. First thing we've done is bring about awareness. We've reflected on what happened, how it happened. Then we've looked at why. Okay, why did it happen? Okay, well, we increased calories. Maybe potentially it was too high. Maybe there was also some water retention. But what we're going to look at throughout the data is we're going to reduce calories slightly. So we're going to redirect ourselves. And then we're going to keep tracking the feedback. And this leads us nicely on to like, when you do make a mistake, reflect on it, understand why, and then understand what you're going to do about it. Like, how can you then overcome it? What are the things? But what you've also got to realize is that when you do come up with the, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to overcome it? It might not be right first time as well. Like that might even be a mistake. The first thing you tried might be not right. You know, you're like, okay, this happened. Well, I'm going to try X. And it's like, no, X didn't work. Damn it. That's it. I'm a failure. Well, it's not. It just means that whatever it was you do, you know, maybe you swapped from, uh, you know, the, the uh, bowling ball to a tennis ball and you're like, I just can't hit the tennis ball with that much accuracy. doesn't mean that you're wrong and you should quit. No, it just means that you haven't got to the basketball, for example, which is going to be the best choice to hit with a baseball bat into that hoop because it's going to have better uh, accuracy of hitting because it's biggest. You're more likely to hit it and not miss it. Do you see what I'm saying? So not only are you making these changes and deciding, but just remember that you can even fail at that part, but that's okay. Like it's okay to make these mistakes. It's okay to actually, even when you reflect and redirect, that that initial redirection isn't down the right path. Does that mean you've got to quit, stop, give up and go home? No, you've just got to do the same again. Reflect, redirect and change path again. Right, we're going to go with Y options instead of X in this time. Mm. Yeah. I'd almost say you like you've got to like again I'd argue the fact that you've got to expect the inevitable that you will have to redirect. And again, this yeah. is like especially when I'm onboarding clients like this is stuff that I I tell them straight from the off because again it manages their expectations when things don't quite go to plan how they want to do. But the analogy I like to use and to get you to think about is like so when the captain of a ship he um he sets sail, he goes out for his voyage or voyage, or whatever he's doing this, like because of the wind, because of so many different factors, the ship is not going to go in one perfect direct straight line to its destination. Mm -hmm. It will drift. Like I said, because of the wind direction, all of that is going to change. Like the ship will drift inevitably. He can't do anything about that. That is going to happen. But he doesn't let the ship drift for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles before he's like, Oh crap! We've we've massively gone off course here. Uh, we need yeah. to we need to um, 
you know, we need to recourse. He's like, okay, well, what they're doing is they're constantly evaluating and you can use this like every single week at the end of your week. What you do is you sit down, what worked well? What didn't work so well? How can I improve moving forward? How can I get that 1% better? Just like the captain is doing with his shift, like every couple miles, he's like, okay, are we on the course? Yes, cool, let's keep moaning keep going. Are we on course again the next couple of miles? No, we've drifted slightly. Cool. Where do I need to do? I need to turn left slightly. And he redirects. Just like you need to be doing weekly with your nutrition, like have these check-ins. Like it's so, so important. It's something that is like so undervalued. And like all the people that come through our academy are, are truly successful. They all do this. They journal weekly and they reflect weekly because it literally sets them apart. It gives them that opportunity to realize Okay, and actually identify exactly not only what hasn't worked so well, but what has also worked really, really well so they can rinse and repeat. But the main yeah. thing is that they are actually um, figuring out what what didn't go to plan. And then they can be like, okay, cool. What do I need to do moving forward to next week to make that a success? Yeah, yeah. And that's it. The, the, the ship analogy is perfect one because it's like, when you're going, it, it, that, is the, that is probably the best analogy you could use for your weight loss journey. It's like you are navigating so many different things, calories, sleep, stress, menstrual cycle, carbohydrates, hydration status, all of these different things which are going to impact your progress. What you've got to realize is exactly like the man with his ship. He's got to navigate the weather. He's got to navigate like direction, mapping, orienteering. He's got to navigate his crew. There's so many things that are going to stop it. He might have to go off course because there's a ship in his way. One of the crew might, or five of the crew might go down ill so he can't put as much power for, you know, a couple of days. Uh, They might lose the map. You know what I mean? The compass might stop working. There's so many different things that happen in this journey. And I think the moment that we realize that that's perfectly normal, that in and of itself saves you. Mm. And then it's like, cool. All you got to remember is like, it's going to happen. As long as you expect it, you're then not going to freak out. I think because otherwise you kind of go into... You know, whether it's a, a restaurant and if someone expected, um, you know, someone told you this was a great restaurant and you went in there and it wasn't what you expected, you'd walk out, wouldn't you? You'd be frustrated. And this is what we need to avoid. We need to be like, you know what? Hayden said this restaurant was good, but that's Hayden. Hayden might have different taste buds to me. Hayden might, you know, describe something being good. Very different. Hayden's vibe of a restaurant might be very different of what he likes compared to me. He might like really busy. I might like it quiet. You've got to realize there's no one size fits all. So when you come up and face these things, it is perfectly normal and it's all right. As long as you take the time to step back, take a 3,000 foot bird view and oversee it and make some adjustments so that you can try and offset whatever the mistake or failure kind of happened in it, you will fail forward. And that's what the term fail forward is. It's like usually we fail and we stop and we quit. Whereas failing forward is we fail, but we identify what happened, how it happened, why it happened. And then we can look at what we can do to navigate forward and keep moving forward. Ultimately, all it is, is a bump in the road. It's a pit stop. That's all it is. Well, you're not, you don't need to pull yourself from the race. It's just a pit stop in the way. Depending on how long and what happened, the pit stop might be a little bit longer, a little bit shorter. Whatever happens, you're still going to be able to get back onto the racetrack and continue your race to complete your laps to get to your journey and your goal. Yeah, it just, it just does not define you whatsoever, but we do. We naturally just let it... Um, we let the emotion take over, we get frustrated and um, that's often when when it leads to us quitting. But it's, it is completely normal. So we need to normalise this situation. We need to understand that, you know, it, it is absolutely fine. And it's, 
for me personally, I think it's the way you reframe it. And like, there's so many, oh, what's the one that I saw the other day? Um, oh, I'll, I'll have to dig it out. But it was, it was, it was basically about like your mindset. Two things were exactly the same, but the way one person thought about it over the other person was so, so different and it reframed everything. Yeah. So it's like, if you look at failure as this thing that uh, is like detriment to your success and it's like, that's it, like you've, you've ruined all potential chances of progress. Like that will literally happen if that's how you look at it. But if you look at it like the way that we're talking about and you're like, okay, cool. I now have an opportunity to learn from this process and grow moving forward it's a completely different ball game. Like it's like, mm. it actually gives you the opportunity to see future and further success. Yeah. I love that. So true. So true. And that's it. Remember team, you've got to fail forward when it comes to it. You're going to fail. It's inevitable. But as long as you reflect and redirect, you will get to your goal. And even when you redirect, remember it might not work first time. And that's also right. It's all a learning. And as we say, like, don't just focus on the outcome goal. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process because you're also learning a lot about yourself, I think, as well. Um, and that's it. Like, become better thinking human beings. And I think that's one of the issues we have in today's society is that we're not thinking human beings. Everything's done for us now that we don't think. Whereas actually, some of the most valuable things that we do, you need to take time to stop and think about what it is you're doing so that you can actually make better decisions in life rather than just allowing yourself to float through. It's almost like... Um, going down a river and instead of navigating you just kind of like let the bloat slide it's like you're going to hit banks you're going to hit trees don't do that like and don't think you failed and you can't get down the down the river you can you just need to take your time and be a little bit more observant isn't it mad when you actually think about it like i was just thinking about all like the different processes then like in every other area of our life we look at it as an opportunity to grow and make sure that we don't hit that mistake again. Yet when it comes yeah. to weight loss, like we don't, we're just like, oh, we've ruined it. What's the point? Like I was just thinking then, when you cook a meal, like if you're following some like like ingredients, recipe. or you're just yeah, or just recipe, or you're going off your own back, and you have it and it tastes awful, like more often than not, you will be like, okay, right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cook that exactly the same way this time. Like I'm gonna add a little bit more salt. I'm gonna add this. I'm gonna try this. You try it differently. When it comes to uh, your finances, let's say one month, you actually go over your budget, you go into your overdraft, you're like, oh, okay, I, this can't happen every single, for most people we're talking here, this can't happen every single uh, week. So what you do is you reassess your budget, you see where you've been spending unnecessarily, and then you rein that in, you pull that back so mm. it doesn't happen again. Like your job, when you first started your job, like you didn't, you weren't all of a sudden for anyone that's like uh, a managing director, a CEO, whatever it is, you didn't walk into that job knowing absolutely everything. You had to make some failures. You had to learn the process. You had to do all of this to get to where you got to. Like you literally do it in every single area of your life. It's no different when it comes to weight loss. Yeah. Boom. Bam. Madness. Yeah. I mean, it's a short episode today, 27 minutes. But I think it's a powerful one. Yeah, I think it's powerful, I think it's powerful. really important, and it's it's one of those things that like we definitely like it isn't it isn't normalised enough. Like when, especially when it comes to the weight loss world, like we don't we don't appreciate that reframing method and think of it as an opportunity mm. to grow. We literally just always start again on Monday, start again next month, whenever yeah. it is. But I think it's also because like. So many times, which is even the worst thing, it's like, if you make a mistake, it's because 
you didn't want it bad enough. Yeah. It's not the case. Of course you want it bad enough. You wouldn't be here trying. And I always say that, like, if you've done multiple diets and been trying to lose weight for years, that's admirable. Like, you've done the same thing over and over again and you haven't, you know, you've, you've given up, but you've always gone back to try and do something. I'd argue that, like, that's admirable. Yes, there's a little bit of, like, you've got to realise that something's obviously not right if you keep failing, but to keep going back despite all those knockbacks, you like, want it, yes. hats off, yeah. It's never a case of, like, you don't want it bad enough. So if any PT tells you that, just launch a 10 kilo dumbbell at their head. Don't say I told them to do it because it'd probably be like a case of suing or something. So just say someone else said it. <laughs> Ryan said. <laughs> Ryan said do it. Um, well, team, that pretty much wraps up failing forward. All right, sweet. Well, uh, what I did want to, what I was, I've been meaning to say in most of the episodes for all of you listeners is... Um, let us know if there's any particular topics that you want to go over or you want to discuss because that's, I mean, we do actually, I think we're, we're very similar, aren't we? I think we thrive a bit more under pressure of like just putting a topic from nowhere rather than like planning and stuff like that. But if you just like say one set topic title, like that's it, we can go off and we can, we can give the answers for you. So if there's anything in particular that you really want to hear more about, let us know and we can definitely yeah. bring that as a as a topic. Yeah. Yeah, if you do, DM me on Instagram and put the words pod and then dash and then let me know what topic you'd like to talk about so then I can pick it up and know exactly what it is that you mean. Awesome. All right, team. Right. Well, well, team. Yeah. Have see a you good, in the next episode. Have a good weekend. Peace. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>